Hey everyone, welcome to a special short bonus episode of Pink Shade with Aaron Martin. I have Mary Payne Gilbert here to discuss my lunch with Lizzie. Lizzie from Love After Lockup was someone I was so excited to meet this week. I gave her some Bunky swag. Remember, you can join Hey Bunky Patreon page if you want extra info, extra recaps every month. But uh, it was it was a meeting set up by two DJs that I work with over at 93.1 Jams, Krista and Tracy, who are amazing. And they met Lizzie through her hairdresser, who also works with the radio station to do their Diva for a Day promo. So that's how this all went down. Plus, Lizzie lives and works near Madison. So Mary Payne, I wanted to get you on the line to like give you the lowdown and also let you ask me questions because a lot of people had questions for Lizzie. Here's the deal. I can't, I can't talk about everything she spilled because we definitely had to go through WeTV to do this and Sharp Productions, although her contract, her current contract is with WeTV specifically. And she was like telling us all kinds of stuff that she was like, don't say anything about that on podcasts. Don't make that public information. We're like, okay, circle of trust. However, she also offered a ton of fun stories and information that I can share with you. So I'm going to do that. I'm also just going to give you my impressions of her. Meeting her in person was very different than seeing what we've seen on TV, as it always is. Mm-hmm. Except for my Jax. Fir- my, Except for my, Jax. First question is, my first question is, was she on time? She was early. She was the first one there. She was already ordering from the Panera Bread kiosk, and she and I had to help each other limp through how to order on a kiosk. I mean, we were pathetic, and she was, like, helping me. I was trying to help her. She was like, I don't want horseradish sauce. I was like, I need extra (laughs) guacamole, and we're like, yeah. It was like two orders later, our credit card. I mean, we were just trying to figure it out. So she was very fun. I hardly recognized her. At first, I mean, I walked in, she was at the kiosk, but I was like, that's got to be her. That's got to be her. But she looks very different in real life. And I think it's because, I mean, she's, she's beautiful. She was like kind of glowing and she looks really a lot healthier than she did, especially on her past seasons. Um, and does she look, she does seem to have like a very youthful appearance like I don't yeah what is she she's 40 she's 40 she said she turned 40 when the show started so maybe she's 40 41 now and yeah she's really healthy looking pretty I mean she is living a clean life you know she talked a lot at lunch about the drugs her drug history how Scott played into that in jail you know he really he really supported her drug habit with a lot Mm -hmm. more than money I can say that and he was um he was really kind of in it with her and she thinks her assessment of Scott is that he really liked her being down and out and him being like the savior. And she came out of prison already, you know, on that path to sobriety. And she really at lunch talked a lot about God and spirituality and how one of the prison guards really helped her like come to that place in her life and kick the drugs and the Scott really didn't sign up for that woman. He wanted someone who was sort of like still down and out. That's that was her, you know, that the kind of big picture. She said that's it really, you know, started before she was released from prison. And then there was like no way they were gonna make it after that. It really wasn't about the money. And spoiler, we are gonna see them. We I mean we already saw previews. We are gonna see them confront each other 
uh, in California because she did fly out there for this season, this continuation of Life After Lockup. And she says that was really, you know, they really wanted her to confront him again. She really, you know, knows that they're over. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. She has no plans of being with him. But she confronted him, and there's a lot having to do with the with the friend, Charlene. I can never yeah, remember Char- her name. Char- Charlene with the double pierced cheeks? Yes. Okay, Charlene, mm-hmm. there's... I guess there's a lot of tea to be spilled with the best friend. And will we find that out on the show or it was circle of trust at Panera? I think we will find out some of that on the show. Yes. That she intimated that basically she finds out information that she was, she actually was not privy to before. And it has to do with that best friend. And so I was like, ooh. And she said, there's a really funny scene that we could talk about of her Scott throwing money at her. And, oh, her, and her, and her, like, dra- like literally, literally throwing, money literally at her? throwing like thousands of dollar bills at her, and her driving through it. And, and we were like, "You didn't pick up any?" And she's like, "No, I just drove right through it." She's like, "I do not want his money anymore." And she, we talked a lot about editing and things like, because I'm like, "Okay, you're the villain," you know, like you are definitely made out to be the villain. She's like, "I know." She's like, "Absolutely." She's like, "But she, she didn't say specifics in terms of like." what they've asked her to do or not but she was like you know it's a tv show it's love after lockup it's about drama she's like a lot of what you see is based on you know the drama being hyped up as much as possible she talked about the argument in the hotel room where she broke up with scott and she said they argued for like hours and the whole the because the whole contradiction of her being like I'm not is with this, you. Is this, is this when he was laying on the bed all yes, sweaty and crying? all okay. sweaty, without the teeth. Oh, God. I got stuff to talk, talk to you about the teeth because I asked. But anyway, pause on that for a moment. She said they argued for hours and, you know, he he was like screaming at her. She was screaming at him. But what they boiled it down to was her saying contradictory things like, I'm not with you for the money. I don't care about your money. And then her saying, you don't have any money, so I don't want to be with you. And she's like... It, it made no sense and it made her look like a crazy person. She's like, which is fine. You know, she's like, it's fine. Yeah. She's like, whatever the editors want to do. She's like, I see it when all of you guys see it. She's like, we have no idea what they're, how they're going to present this. She's like, but we were done, you know, on many levels. She's like, and it, Scott, she also said Scott is fine with money. Like he has a lot of money and it is family money. And, um, even though he lives like a hoarder, which I guess we're going to see his living conditions, and Ew. it is it is pretty scary. Oh, he is. Uh, he kind of like was born into a good financial situation. I'll say so. It's not necessarily wow. like he earned it all. Yeah. And um, but she also said that, and she she said I could share this. Scott wasn't the guy. She had three tricks at the time where she decided on Scott. And Scott wasn't the trick who gave her the most money. He gave her about a hundred thousand or ninety thousand dollars over ten years. She had one, another one who gave her about four hundred thousand dollars. Where is that money now? I don't understand. She, spe- she mostly spent it on drugs and contraband and cell phone. I mean, she talked a lot about being totally addicted to heroin, crystal meth. I mean, she just had a constant supply chain, basically. God bless. She would have her tricks pay for her mom and Jasmine to come out and visit her in California. But her mom was really like against it. You know, she didn't really want to 
take these guys up on paying for her. And she'd be like, no, they're going to, they're going to pay for you to come out here. And she just, she was saying, oh, you know, she was basically reiterating what she said on the show, you know, like, here's what you do. You get them emotionally invested. She's like, I never even had to send naked pics. She's like, I just did the emotional investment. I acted like I was down and out, which she was. And she, the the one who sent her four hundred thousand dollars, he I think he might have been married or something, which is why she didn't end up going to him afterwards. She says you just promised to be their girlfriend, and you you're like that person they want to rescue. And if they put a hundred two hundred dollars on your books, you know you can get a thousand. If you can get a thousand, you can get ten thousand. I'm like, oh my god. She's like, yeah. Wow. She's like, if civilians want to do it, just go on those sugar baby sites. She's like, you could use the same techniques. She's like, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> What? No. It was like crazy. Tracy and Krista and I were like, tell me more. Tell me more. I mean, I cannot even believe that. I mean, if somebody gave her 400,000 and Scott gave her 100,000, I mean, that is so much money. I know. That is so much money. I know. And she is really, she's really happy with her job now. She's working at that plastics factory in. Uh, Portage, I think. And Jasmine lives in Michigan. They see each other often. Jasmine's enrolling in college, which is really good news. Yeah. Lizzie is not happy about Michael with the Pacific plan. Um, talking about Jasmine and his little confessional on the, on the commentary episode where he's like, Hey Jasmine, holler at me. She's like, she, she wrote something like on WeTV's website. Like you do not like speak of my daughter, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I don't like that guy. I mean, who does? Well, besides Megan and Sarah. I know, but I was dying. She's like, he's creepy. Yeah, they don't. But I also was like, okay, does any of the cast know each other? Because, like, you guys don't have a tell-all like the 90-day folks do. And the 90-day folks, like, seem to come together a little bit, even though they're filmed separately on social media. You know, they argue with each other. And she's like, no, we really are all totally separate. Oh, interesting. So they never, they never cross paths not really Mm -mm. i mean (laughs) we're out here in the middle of the country but i mean they don't even they don't ever really interact too much on social media i think she said she and Brittany may have interacted a few times here and there you know cordially nicely but not really Mm -mm. Hmm. okay well listen i i i just think it i don't know i think it's so fascinating not only that you went and had lunch with her at a panera but um, that you were also telling me that you were outside taking pictures and stuff and not, no one knew who she was. No, no. I mean, it, you were like, to you, it was like taking a picture with Brad Pitt and people were just like walking by, going in, trying to get their, uh, potato soup. I mean, you know, totally. Oh yeah. She ordered potato soup and a sandwich. We all, we all ordered and ate. It was, it was like really just like a casual girl's lunch. It was super chill. And I mean, Nobody, nobody knows who she is. And that probably makes her life pretty easy. And she doesn't seem to care. Like, she doesn't seem to care that she wasn't like posing and like trying to get people to notice her or anything. She she was surprisingly not very self-affected, you know, like not very like, oh, well, you know, like girls, let me tell you. It wasn't, I mean, my God, it wasn't like the Luann dinner. (laughs) I was about to say, you just did a Luann impression, yes, yes. but we're talking about Lizzie. It was more like, yeah. I really liked heroin, and here's how much this guy gave me. And oh, I'm my so, God. Yeah, it was just like realness upon realness upon realness. And now, I don't know, you, nobody ever knows the truth of the stories that are being told to them, but she seemed very, like, upfront. And she also really talked about how, in her confessionals last year, she, I won't say too much, but she 
was not necessarily herself a lot of the times. And I was like, yeah, it seemed like you were kind of, you know, maybe out of it sometimes. And she, she said it was just hard to film because she was really mentally and emotionally through with Scott, but she had to like still talk about it for so long afterwards, you know, and had to like elongate it because of the show. And she just wanted to be like hands washed, done with him. And that Jasmine, who was a Scott hater from the very beginning Jasmine really regularly visited her in prison and like she had seen Jasmine a week before she was released. So like when she was released and she went to jump on Scott and hug Scott and then remember his tooth got knocked out. Uh, how, how could I forget? Right. She was like, you know, cause it's love after lockup. It's about our, it's about us reuniting our relationship. She's like, so, you know, Jasmine, I had been, you know, we had been building our relationship and I, I had seen her regularly. And so it wasn't about me ignoring jazz. And I'm like, that's good to know. Like things like that are interesting to find out, you know? Yeah. Cause they, you know, the way they edited it, they had Jasmine's face, like what? So you know, devastated. Yeah. Right. So devastated. She, she was just mortified that her mother had knocked the teeth out of this truck driver from uh-huh. California. <laughs> Let's talk about the teeth. Mary Payne. Oh, God. I, that was my top priority. I was like, Lizzie, (laughs) I'm like, Lizzie, talk to me about these teeth. And she's like, he had no teeth. She's like, I didn't know it was like that because she was expecting him to get based on the money he apparently had and has. She was like, why doesn't he fix his teeth? Why didn't he fix his teeth before I was released? He had plenty of time. And so she was pissed when she came out and he still had like no teeth. And then she knocked that one out in the ditch and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> she was, she was basically as disgusted as the rest of us were by his teeth so situation. Yeah. So I'm like, did he get those teeth that he popped in? When you guys were filming in Madison at like a party city, like where did he get those things? She was laughing. She's like, believe it or not, I made that appointment for him. I forced him to get those and he got them from like a pretty reputable guy, but he would only like pop them in once in a while for filming. And now as we see in this new continuation of the, of season two, he's like not wearing them at all. He's just done. I mean, at least two paychecks from love after lockup. He could have bought some new teeth. Exactly. Exactly. He's really, 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 really disgusting. She's I mean, like, she's like, why? She's like, why don't you have any teeth? She was so funny. And then, um, oh, she was telling us about how she gave Scott that haircut and shaved his beard because they really wanted her to give him this makeover. And she's like, yeah, you know, I told, I, I said on the show, like, I went to cosmetology cosmetology school but I was kicked out for heroin she's like that's all true she's like so I knew how to give like a basic haircut which she did and you know whatever you can only do what you can do with Scott she's like but I have no idea like how to shave a man's face and they gave her a straight razor and said okay now shave his now shave his beard off and she was like what she's like she goes they give a straight razor to a felon fresh out of prison you know, for to shave a guy's face who like were pretty much like almost broken up. She's like, but I just did it and I didn't kill him, so whatever. And I was like, oh my god, yeah. So wow. that whole makeover was basically like her attempt to make him look halfway presentable. And then the teeth thing, and then the car was like a big fiasco. She still has that car, and all I can say about that is we don't know the full truth about that car, according to her. But it's her car. It is her car now. She's still driving it around. She drove it to lunch, and it's it's hers outright. I can so, say that. And you did say that she got a pain in the pod 
<laughs> this I, for my swag that I have. I have I'm now explaining it to your people. I have these things. So it's a, like a magnet you stick, the, stick on the back of your phone, and then you stick this thing into your air vent, and then it has a magnet, and then your phone, you know, is propped up. And I use mine every single day. And you said she was very excited to have that in her Scott, not Scott car. She is so excited to have that pain in the pod car magnet holder (laughs) is rolling around in the Scott, not Scott mobile as we speak. (laughs) She was like squealing. So I gave her a Hey Bonky bag. And if you guys join the Patreon at the upper levels, you will get Hey Bonky swag. We have bags. We have pink shade sunglasses. Now we have Hey Bunky sunglasses. I know. I'm going to pick them up. I'm so excited. All kinds of stuff. Cool sticker, everything. So I gave her like a whole bag of this Hey Bunky swag. And I was like, as you can see, we are, I am actually a fan of the show. I literally have like swag that says, Hey Bunky, inspired by the greatness that is love after lockup. Like I'm for real. And she was like, Oh my God. She loved it. I threw some like face masks in there and other stuff, but by far Mary Payne, she was most excited about that car cell phone holder. I mean, she actually <laughs> pulled it out and she goes, oh, I've been wanting one of these. Oh my God. I don't have to buy one now. Oh, thank you. Oh my God. I can't wait to put this in my car. I was like, Mary Payne can die now because all your dreams so just came true. Yeah. She's so she is forced to have a pain in the pod magnet on the back of her phone. And I really just couldn't be happier. <laughs> it's amazing. If you guys want to see pictures of Lizzie and you can see the video I took with her on the, if you join Hey Bunky and then you join the Hey Bunky Patreon pals, Facebook page, you can see still shots on my Instagram at Aaron Leah Martin, my Twitter. I posted one photo at Aaron Leah Martin or on the Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook page. You can see all the pictures there. She was, it was really fun. She was lovely. I mean, like I said, she spilled a lot of tea that she was like, do not talk about this. This is about like how the sausage is made, the behind the scenes, the show stuff. But she, but she did say like the drama is amped up this season. She continues in this villainous role. However, we're going to be shocked by some things we find out about Scott. I can say oh, that. Okay. Like we don't right. know we don't know the whole truth about Scott. Are we going to find out why he died up what he got and then also appears with some sort of pan or photo across <laughs> his wiener in that promo picture? Are we going to find Have, out? That? Haven't you read he's like started a bathing suit or swimsuit line? Like what it is the Oh, that str- makes total sense. Of it course. is the sure, strangest sure, sure. shit you've ever heard. Yeah, it's like uh it it does not even make sense in any realm of possibility that Scott with his teeth, his face, his body, his whole story would be associated with swimsuits. But apparently that's what's going on. What? Who told him to do that? So he might be trying on like the bottom of a bikini or something. Ooh, ooh, I, ooh, ooh, mm-hmm, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, stop. Banana hammock thong. Stop, kind of stop, situation. stop, stop, stop. You know how I get. Stop. I'm telling you, we're going to see a swimsuit line with Scott's name on it. And you got one with your name on it for your birthday. If I can. Ew. Ew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Mary Payne. That, that, that makes zero sense why he would start a bikini line. He's a truck driver. Like sometimes like now if Lizzie started a bikini line, you'd be like, oh, sure. Totally. Totally. I was talking to her about sponsorships and she was like, you know, she's like, oh, I've taken a couple here and there, but she's done. She's pretty much just like being a responsible employee. She she doesn't necessarily enjoy living in Portage that much. She wants to move to Madison, which is more of a city. 
But, you know, she's like, I love my job. They let me off for filming when I need to. My managers are really nice. I'm, you know, I show up on time. It's, it's work that she enjoys. I think maybe, I don't know if she's met people there and she's, I don't know. She just seems pretty stable, pretty centered, pretty like healthy. I was like, good for you. Like this is better. More than 50% of the cast of Love After Lockup goes back to prison. We see it in the news every day. It's like Matt's back. Michael goes back. Everybody, you know, Allah went back. I mean, Lizzie was a drug addict and she was in prison for a long time and she was scamming guys. And she, for now at least, is kind of living a clean, healthy life. I'm like, good for you. Good for you. And she's also filming on the show and she's using what she got, you know, to create scenes, but... It'll be interesting to like now that I've met her and I'm hoping to actually interview her on the podcast if WeTV says yes. So you'll hear her in her own words. She's not slurry at all. I think that had to do with circumstances from last year, but she's she doesn't speak like that in person, like that slurriness. And I I think it'll be interesting to like kind of compare this Lizzie now with the one we're going to see on TV, which looks really kind of like total villain role. You know, I don't know. It's like really, yeah, it's really weird. It's actually, you know, warms my uh, cold heart to hear that she has really actually, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk, all that jazz. Like she's really actually doing it. You know, she's not coming out and trying to find another scam or whatever. She's actually just no. like, I've got, I've got a job. I'm going to church. I'm living a clean life. I'm going to Panera by the bad mall. You know, the whole thing. Exactly. And she was just, she was just lovely. She like drove pretty far to get there, you know? And then she was like, I got to leave. I got to shift at three. And I'm like, I don't know, man, this is like kind of heartwarming that it's not, you know, just contrast that with the countess encounter, which also she was lovely at our dinner. I loved talking to Luanne at our dinner, but then the self-importance and the, you know, aggrandizing, you know, her, her own importance in the cabaret. I'm like, yeah, Love After Lockup Lizzie is a different flavor of reality quote star. I mean, she's posing out by the bushes at Panera. There's to- <laughs> there's toddlers running between my legs as I'm like trying to film a cell phone video. I mean, it's you can get more just like Midwest realness, you know, and nobody cares who anybody is, basically. None of us care who anybody is because we all know none of us are anybody. <laughs> we just assume we're nobody's important. You know, we're all just like regular people. So I don't know. Maybe she likes this. She can just blend in, too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really, I really enjoyed your story because it, it could have gone completely the opposite. You know, you could have been like, "Oh, she's yeah. a total hot mess," blah blah blah. But yeah, it makes me, it makes me feel good that she's actually like, you know, was reformed in prison and is not trying to go back to it. Unlike you know, we saw Matt, who was just dying to go back to prison. Oh my God, he was like, "I'm trying to relax out here. <laughs> I gotta relax." Yeah, I'm just, I'm really (laughs) anticipating some bombshells about Scott. I hope that they, I hope that they show us, you know, kind of the things she was hinting at. Cause she said, it's really, you know, he's not going to get the the good edit necessarily. Like we're going to see some more things that she says are real, like they're real and they've been real all along, but we haven't been privy to these details. And she's like, you're going to see, you're going to see, it's not all in my head. You know, and it's I'm like, all in your head. Yeah, I know yeah. she did not do that. You know what? You sh- you guys should really should follow her though if you want to see more of like her what she posts and stuff. She she allows no swearing on her Instagram. She talks about oh. she talks mm-hmm. about God a lot. She actually and she talks about how that really 
changed her life and good for her. She posts a lot of like spiritual quotes, pictures, you know, things like that on her, on her Instagram. She's at Lizzie love after lockup, all one, um, word, whatever at Lizzie love after lockup on Twitter. She just joined, joined Twitter. She's not very active on there, but you can follow her at her full name at Lizzie comms commas. It's Lizzie with an I E and then K O M M E S. That's her Twitter, but really Instagram is where she posts most of her stuff and it's really laid back and you know, people will go there to harass her and stuff. And she's, we talked about that. I said, how do you deal with social media? Because you know, these shows have millions of followers and millions of viewers because they're dramatic and you guys are doing really questionable things and the way you're acting isn't always cool, you know, whether it's for TV or not. And she said, I know. She's like, I know that that's part of the game. And she's like, I've decided. She's like, I've written posts back to people before just to get it out of my head. She's like, but I never send it. She's like, I never post it. I never send it. I don't engage. She's like, that's what has worked for me and continues to work for me. And she's like, and I have you know, rules on my Instagram, like no attacking each other. She doesn't, she doesn't want any swearing on there. She's like, I, she's like, I gave up swearing when I gave up drugs. And I'm like, really? I'm like, well, I haven't. So, <laughs> but she, she was very, you can't like, give it all. You can't give it all. Up. Girl, on. I need something in my life for real. But I was like, Oh, okay. Like you're actually doing what we encourage most of the 90 day fiance cast to do. Stop engaging with the haters. Like just let pe- like people, you know, they're going to engage in different ways. And if you're going to be on a shit show and you know you're on a shit show, just like, you know, which is in, in the good way. I love these shows. Like, you know that people are going to get these crazy. They're going to get crazy on social media. That's engagement. You know, you kind of got to let it go. And she does. So good for her. Yeah. I mean, I'm, she's got 51,000 followers on Instagram and she just recently posted um, uh, you know, a Bible verse, but she's also got this brand new hand tattoo that looks like henna and that it is something. And you know how I feel. I, I felt the same way about Brittany and Marcelino, Brittany's hand tattoos. Like, you know, girl, I'm glad you brought that up. She had just gotten that hand tattoo, like not even 24 hours before she came to lunch. And it's the first thing she showed us when we sat down. It was like all shiny. It wasn't puffed up or anything, but it was brand spanking new. And she got it done at that tattoo parlor, parlor shop. I don't know. I'm so old. I say parlor that they had featured on the show. She said she really, um, you know, she frequents that place and she was upset that on the show, they didn't put the full name of it on the actual episode because she really thinks, you know, the businesses that they go to, they should be supported on the show. So yes. she made sure on her Instagram, if you follow her at Lizzie love after lockup to highlight their business and to like, you know, thank them because they give her good deals and she loves their work. Yeah. She got this full hand wrist tattoo. She showed it to her. She's like, here, look ladies. Wow. It's, mm-hmm. it's something. I know. I know. Ooh. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it was all good. I was super happy to meet her. I can't wait to see what happens this season. And I am really crossing my fingers that it's all going to work out. And she will come on the podcast very soon. And she can tell us whatever she can about her life. You know, I'm giving you kind of the recap from my end, but I want her to talk to you guys herself so you can hear her and kind of judge for yourself how she is, you know. Well, you're doing the Lord's, you're doing the Lord's work. And uh, that's what I'm here for. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm going to send you an appreciation ring. <laughs> can you? Can we get matching rings like uh, Soon He and 
Angelica. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And if you guys want to hear our recap of Smothered and 90 Day Fiance the other way, that's over on patreon.com slash heybunky. Ping Shade with Aaron Martin. If you go uh, to iTunes and you can give me a five-star review, I love you forever. You can follow me at Aaron Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to the Jenny McCarthy Show every Friday. I'm on 93.1 Jams here in Madison, but you can get it on Facebook or online. You can you can get it the app wherever you are. And I'm there at 7.40 a.m. Central Time on uh, Thursdays. We're going to have Lizzie come into the radio station, too. So she's going to be on there. I'm, we're hoping next Thursday. Is there is there a way for you to like get that audio and post mm-hmm. it? I can. Somewhere? Yep. Yeah, because I would love to hear it. Um, I just like to hear you say 93.1 Jams. 93.1 Jams. It's a much cooler radio station than I deserve to ever listen to. It's the, I mean, they play like current great hip hop. And I'm always listening like, yeah, I'm on this station. But I'm like way too old to even know what's going on here. I love that um, I'm on it. But yeah, you should hear what gets played in my car. It's usually about 13 seconds before I'm like, kids, this is so offensive. Please, <laughs> please. And Anna go, oh, you're really going to like this next one. It's by, you know, little baby with uh, something, something. And it, it is so offensive. I mean, so offensive. And, you know, I curse. I you talk about these horrible shows and I really am not that offended, but good grief. It is offensive. So I, I imagine 93.1 jams does not play that kind of music. They do not. They absolutely do not. They play awesome music. So yeah, listen in Thursdays and listen in next Thursday. We're hoping Lizzie comes on with us in studio and uh, yeah, then the podcast after that, but that's the recap for now. Ooh, girl. Woo, woo. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. 